Hey everybody, welcome to the Playing With Power podcast, the issue-by-issue retrospective about Nintendo Power Magazine. You're tuning in for part two of volume 56 from January of 1994. We're picking up in the middle at page 60, which is the section about the games that never made it to America. I am your host, Ben, and with me as always are my co-host, Mike. I'm back, bitches. (laughs) And John. Howdy. What? I just pour myself a drink. Nice. What, what happened to the end of the last uh, half there, Mike? We lost you. Uh, apparently my router rebooted. Mm-hmm. Woodchuck ate through the fiber optic. Woodchuck ate the... A Fuck, moose... Fucking city. Those city beavers. A moose knocked <laughs> over the nearest uh, power line. <laughs> <laughs> and, then his, and then his mom showed up. Yes, but our infrastructure is so good it was up back up in 15 minutes. Oh, Listen to that. Turning around. Mm. All right, we got a lot of hashtag content to get through here, so let's let's start <laughs> chipping it away. We got uh, first game up is a U.S. presidential <laughs> election. <laughs> oh my God, this is fucking great. We got the American flag, but instead of the stars, we have some Japanese font. I guess that's like start select or you know choose your side, <laughs> Democratic or Republican. And I got this beautiful. It looks like a combination of like clipper drawing <laughs> and watercolors. Oh my god! The candidates are George Bush, Pat Roberts, Michael Dakakis, and Dude, Jesse you're Zexen. You're really that dumb. Dakakis, you're really... Je- Jesse oh, Zexen, <laughs> Jesse right. Zexen, George Bush. George Bush. Okay, I thought you were reading. Okay, never mind. They oh have fake god. names. Okay. Yeah. Is Pat Roberts supposed to be the Barbara Bush look-alike here? I have no idea. Because that's definitely... If that's Pat Roberts, he's in fucking drag. <laughs> I don't think the, the the titles line up with the screenshots here. Oh, no. The game even includes information about the global political chi- climate with an appearance by Margaret Thutcher. Thutcher. <laughs> who occasionally consults with George Bush on matters of mutual interest to England and the U.S. Oh, so they got the countries right. I'm surprised oh. they didn't call them England and the I.S. Wow. <laughs> this game is amazing. Like, I really oh want to play this game. We need to get a... Uh, we need to get a fan translation of this. The problem is America failed at it, and we ended up with Trump. Mm. Like, that's the error code. <laughs> the error code. <laughs> that's the kill screen. <laughs> the mustard. Error. You failed. You ended with mustard Mussolini. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so um, it was released in October of 1998. Sold 65,000 units. 65,000 mm. people played this fucking thing. 1988. Or 65,000 parents bought this for their kids and thought, you go to Parlatec now. And they're like, no. Wasist. All right. And then there's another <laughs> game called Game Designer, which is like, you design your own, like, uh, Galaga-type game, but it's basically you, like, design the sprites yourself. Yeah. So, that's I mean, it's pretty, pretty clever. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> and then you yeah get not, really sh- my, not, not really my jam, but, like, yeah. you know. And then you get to play your shitty game. In the I, end, they can I mean, write their I own would staff have been credits. all over this as a kid, though. Oh, my gosh, you can create your own game. You know, it's the content of it. And then you get to do like, and you design, <laughs> you know, whatever. How, yeah. how, how do you want to design your flying cock? <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, everything would be balls and dicks. <laughs> big veiny motherfuckers, like, taking everything out. 
Yeah. Then we have the next mystery novel. <laughs> and you'd call and you'd call it Galagag. <laughs> All right. Oh uh, yeah, mystery novel. What it looks kind of like that. What was that? Oh, that DS game it was like Hotel. Mm, fuck. Mm. It's just <laughs> no, 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 no. That was the movie <laughs> that came after. <laughs> Those are the love hotels like Nintendo a, had. Different. There was a. There was a. Um, <laughs> that was, was that a, was that was Nintendo's first business. Hotel fuck. Yeah. Nintendo DS. God damn it! This is gonna bother me. All right, you keep looking that up. It's just it's just text on top of uh, various uh, bland backgrounds. Yeah. So it's like some one of those visual just, novel things. It, it's just kind of a hotel that, dusk room two fifteen. It was yeah. set like a like a noir. Uh, mystery movie sort of thing. It's just like a interactive, tr- you know, choose your own adventure kind of thing. But right, and that's how that game played out. It's like it's like a precursor to that game, Hotel Gay. Dusk. Hmm. The problem with Hotel Dusk was like, you. It was one of those games where you like had to figure out the exact like combination of things that get you through like to the next part of the mystery. Like if you don't know, <laughs> like Dragon's Lair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, yeah. Anyway. Uh, what else do we have? <laughs> it's Bar like Dragon's Code? Lair, except no sparkling it, no brilliant animation. Yeah. Uh, Barcode Battle is another game. That looks pretty interesting. You, like, get a card swiper and there, scan them in. It's an attachment for the Game Boy, so you swipe in cards that have different uh, barcodes. The Barcode Boy. <laughs> so oh, Sky Vodka. Rough tonight. It's All some right. kind of uh, RPG, it looks like. Yeah, it looks. Yeah, it's I mean, it's a pretty clever thing because theoretically you could sell a bunch of cards. I mean, like the implementation of it is ridiculous because you have to like strap this like card reader that's half the size of your Game Boy to the top <laughs> of your Game Boy. But like the idea is clever, at least they, you know. I don't know if they had it in the states, but uh, when I lived in England, they did have an actual like a little video game console, like a handheld video game console that was like a barcode. Uh, it had a barcode scanner in it. It was like one of those Tiger Electronic type things. Right. But you I could use that. any barcode to try and get points or power oh, right. whatever. So you, could like, you could like go oh. scan a Laffy Taffy or whatever. Yeah. yeah, that sounds familiar. I think we had something like that here. Okay. Hmm. Um, it, it looked You know who else used barcodes? What? Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you seem to know a lot about this, Happy birthday, Adolf. <laughs> One little, two little, three little. <laughs> but at least he didn't use chemical weapons on his own people. <laughs> In their Holocaust centers. In the Hol- <laughs> I remember the Holocaust Spice centers. Spicer out! Spice Channel! I just, I just need to stop talking now. I'll, I'll go, go in the corner. I, I, I need to face the fact that, my, that this administration I'm a part of is a complete sham. <laughs> a, Travis, a Travis sham mockery. Alright. So they finally. Right, what, else we have? what was that game for the PlayStation that uh, you could put any CD in and you could generate monsters? Was it Monster Rancher? Or Monster, Monster Hunter? I don't know what you're talking about. Yes, it about. was. I remember, I remember seeing it in action. It was a game for the uh, PlayStation where you could put in any music seat, any CD, and it would uh, take that random metadata inside and generate a monster. And one of the most powerful monsters that you could generate in the game was from a Spice Girl CD. You would all know. The people of the world, spice up your life. All the people, all the boys and the girls, spice up your life. That's disturbing that you know a Spice Girls song I've never even heard of. I see. Yeah. All right. 
That's the Spice World song. Another song I've never heard of. Spice up your life if you know that you feel fine. Take a <laughs> shake to the ride if you know that you be fine. <laughs> Yet another. Okay, you guys are all disturbing me. The only Spice Girl song I know is, Yo, tell me what you want, what you really, really want. Ugh, you know, they fucking, the, you they fucking have, casual. They had that two become one casual. song. That's pretty good. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't realize this is the Spice Girls podcast. And tonight <laughs> is the night when mm. two become one. Oh, I've yeah. never seen a lover when I've never been in love before. To our listeners, to your baby. Mike and John <laughs> do not speak for me. I do not associate myself with the Spice Girls. Oh, fine. Fucking Mike and I will go to the reunion tour. Fuck you. You I'll do go, that. You do I'll that. Go plow, I'll go plow vag like a bunch champ. of bunch of queers. Oh, I'm gonna go after Ginger. Mm. I'm gonna go after the fucking people that the roadies are done with. I don't care. <laughs> 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 you don't go for the band. You go for the groupies that get refused. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, <they're> <laughs> you smell like they got, syphilis. <laughs> right. they, got, they got drugs. Their self-esteem's mm. already low. Tastes like gonorrhea. <laughs> <already> disappointed. <laughs> Have you ever heard that like an Jolly Rancher? You ever heard that Jolly Rancher thing from Reddit? No. No. So <laughs> there was a guy that was like posted a story about like. He was dating a girl in high school, and they decided, like, when they went off to college, they would, like, n- like stay together and, 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 and wait. And so, like, Thanksgiving comes around, and he goes, he goes home, and they're, like, they're both, like, super horny because they haven't, like, messed around since, like, you know, the start of the school year. And, like, um, so he's, he decides to go down on his girlfriend, and, like, he's like, it smells a little weird. I don't know. So he goes, like, so I, like, pop a Jolly Rancher in my mouth. And, like, he's like, I was eating her out, and all of a sudden, like, I felt something pop, and, like, I thought the Jolly Rancher went inside of her, and so, like, um, <laughs> it came out, like, and he, like, this, like, this thing went in his mouth, and he, like, bit down on it, and it, like, burst in his mouth. It <gasps> turns out, like, the Jolly Rancher gone in, and, like, a gonorrhea gonule, like, oh, nodule. There was a gonorrhea this, cluster. Uh, a gonorrhea like ball like sack uh, had, like gone in his mouth. Uh, <laughs> and he chopped down on it. <laughs> Tell me how my gonorrhea tastes. <laughs> that is the oh worst God. thing imaginable. <laughs> let me let me let me guess. The story of that was called Gunnery in sixty seconds. Mm. Uh. <laughs> anyway, mm. now you're playing with power. Lovely. Uh, uh, now you're playing with now you're, now you're playing with antibiotics. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> uh, anyway, all right. So <laughs> the next fucking game, please. Is Legend, Legend, Legend of, of the Fire, fire Emblem. <laughs> is that involved with like the Fire Emblem series? Like, yeah. is this part of that? Okay. Like, I, I was like trying to Google game. this. I couldn't figure out if it if it was or wasn't part of it. I don't know. Yeah, it says it's a game that combines elements of strategy and role playing in a fantasy settings. Dragons and knights populate the Fire Emblem world, as in okay. true Japanese Enough RPGs. reading of everything. <laughs> so it's uh, basically you fight enemies in like a rock paper scissors style. You got like paladins with swords and shields. You got guys with spears. You got demons with. Uh, I've got a spear. 
and each so uh, weapon has a different effect against armor. It's a very popular Japanese series, and it's taken off like gangbusters over here in America, also. But yeah, in, uh, Fire Emblem's really popular. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't when it first came out. December of 1991 sold 120,000 units, and it says here in the comments: Legend of the Fire Emblem offers a different kind of play experience, one that computer gamers would probably like. Nintendo Company Limited plans to release a Super Famicom version sometimes next year, but no plans have been announced to bring it to North America. <laughs> so we fucked you once, anyway. and we're fucking you again. We hit we hit Mike with the vein. He likes to read everything. All right. So there's a pachinko game, which... Of like, course you why fucking would you? Japs, why wouldn't you? Yeah, I mean, mm. whatever. Alright, and then we have Mindseeker, which is a psychic <laughs> game? tests your psychic ability. So it's basically like holding up cards you can't see, and you have to guess which one has the shape that <laughs> you're thinking of, or something like you, that. You know, if you played this with save states, you can become psychic? Mm. They said you have to... There's a trick to saving your progress. You have to be able to sense... Which slot on the Psycho Rider the save cartridge fits into before you can successfully save and move on? What's the... Jeez. Oh, it's an Honest Liar. Have you watched that on Netflix? Mm-mm. It's really, really good. It's about... Um, oh, what's his name? The Amazing Randy. And um, he was a guy... So, like, back in the 70s, 60s and 70s, there were a lot of um, people that went on, you know, like, variety shows and stuff that claimed to be psychic. And... Randy, like, his stick was he would bust them. Mm. Like, so... Oh, this guy's a fucking hero. Yeah, he's amazing. I love um, it already. Uh, like, there was a guy that claimed he could, like, manipulate books with his mind, and he would, like, sit there and, like, flip through the pages, and, like, Randy's like, you're blowing on it, and the guy's like, no, I'm not, so he, like, went and spread a, a bunch of, like, packing peanuts, like, around the book, and he's like, <laughs> all right, now do it without moving the packing peanuts, and he, like, couldn't. <laughs> Like, oh, what he did with Yuri Geller with the fucking spoons? Oh, yeah. that was priceless. What did he do? I, I remember it, but I don't remember it. What did he? What, he like, what rubs was... the spoons to give it metal fatigue, mm-hmm. and he goes like, "That's how he claims to like have the ability to like move the spoon around." Right. And he's just. But like, how did he bust him? With... I forget how he. What he like uh, went and just got a new spoon and gave it to him. Was like, all right, do it with this. Probably. Spoon. Yeah. All right. But yeah, so uh, the documentary is also a little weird because it goes into like. He's homosexual, and, like, how their relationship with, like, his partner was busted up by the government and stuff. It, it, it's, it's more than just, like, what I'm saying, but it's, it's, it's an interesting <coughs> watch, for sure. So, anyway, okay. uh, don't play Mindseeker. Go watch An Honest Liar. It's much better. There you go. Mike, you want to talk about the next game? Oh, fuck. Mother, it's Earthbound <coughs> Zero. I don't want to know original. what you're doing with your weekend. All right. <laughs> <Ugh>. TMI. <laughs> Okay, so it says here you get to fight enemies like a 53 Buick, a goofy teenager, and a smoking crow. It's worth, it's worth, it's made by Shigarita Itoi, a famous writer. And uh, it's Earthbound, basically Dragon Warrior in a city. So it's right. fucking awesome. And it's got amazing, like well, there's all right. this one You're enemy you doing... fight, it has Johnny B. Good as a theme song for just one enemy. Not even a boss, just a regular enemy, and boom, you start hearing Johnny B. Good. So, so what's interesting about this game is it's... Like Dragon Warrior, but you're a bunch of kids, and it's got like a very quirky sense of humor, and and as Mike said, obviously it went off and became the the Earthbound series. So we get to play Super Mother as Earthbound on the any on the Super Nintendo coming up. So if you want to play Mother, find the uh, translated ROM online. Yeah. It's it's good. Like if you like Dragon Warrior and didn't think that it was too tedious, then you can play this game. But it's no Earthbound. I it's hope like to Christ. Proto-Warrior. 
the next game has an like an anglicization or whatever it's called <laughs> translation. Ultra Quiz Across America sounds amazing. <laughs> How can it be a quiz across America if it doesn't even make it to America? Yeah, I don't like. There's so little of this that makes sense. It's that it's one of those weird like challenge game shows that Japan is so famous for. Um, have you seen the one where the two girls that are blowing onto the end of a tube and there's a cockroach in the middle? Oh, gross. And <laughs> trying. That's honestly yeah. no no worse than uh, freak freeze factor fear factor. Uh, fear factor, yeah. Which apparently oh, they're look, bringing oh, look back. Look in one of the <laughs> in one yeah. of these screenshots, two girls facing off in a fisting challenge. Oh, mm-hmm. Nice. And this rock paper scissors tournament. There it is. Yeah. All right. Uh, what else do we have? Um, Does something come ex- 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 except these girls always choose rock. <laughs> New Demon Island. Looks totally uninteresting. Looks, <laughs> looks kind of like Harvest Moon, but with like tons of scroll on screen action. Yeah. <laughs> and it says, don't expect a similar product to hit the American market anytime soon. It's not likely North American players would go for video stories that have as much text as Demon Island has. It's it's on the disk system. So that's they interesting. Want, it's, it's they want like to a, read, they'll get a book. It's a text adventure, essentially. Hmm. And then they have for Game Boy. They have a game called Off to the Races, which is an <laughs> off-track uh, horse betting uh, simulator. It's like literally just a betting simulator. Do the losers <laughs> go to the glue factory? <laughs> no, yeah. it's the Groove Factory where they can be, they get to become monsters in D and D. And they have and a. Then, m- and then if oh, you no, like, what was it? Uh, Zork. Yeah, Zork is the one where you get eaten by a Groo. And when you lose all your money, you have to go blow someone behind like. <laughs> A pachinko parlor. You have to blow someone <laughs> behind the pachinko parlor. <laughs> and they All have right, and then we have uh, Katamari Dentist. Momotaro Dentetsu, which is a board game simulation, kind of like Monopoly, but Japanese. Hmm. I, I could have sworn it was Dentist the game, because it looks like they're in a waiting room. <laughs> and then we have Dragon Balls <laughs> 2. Yeah, they wrote that really weird. <laughs> Dragon, Dragon Balls. balls. <laughs> yeah, they're missing a space there. <laughs> oh my gosh! We've got who's cool. Goku fighting uh, Frieza? Oh, yeah. even third form Frieza. They continue it. The artist who created the characters of Dragon Warrior drew the ones for the Dragon Balls games. Dragon <laughs> Balls really Two up. is a tournament simulation, while Dragon Balls Three for the Super Cam Famicom was a head-to-head street fighting action. Wow! And then uh, let's uh. see what else we have. A Dragon Warrior Five. Which eventually which is, does get localized, obviously, but yep, looks good. Uh, political mahjong, which is super <laughs> weird. I love that. How well. can you take a boring game and make it boringer? <laughs> yeah, uh, Final Fantasy two, three, II, and five. Oops. Uh, so they're really they're really glossing over the hits here. Mm. Well, we get to, and we've got screenshots of Final Fantasy five, which doesn't make it here, but we do get to see Final Fantasy six come out as Final Fantasy three. <laughs> Um, then another pachinko game, uh, as well as a slot game. Uh, you missed Shogi Ego. Yeah, right. no, I didn't. The rest of them uh, aren't, aren't really uh, worth talking about. So I wouldn't have, say uh, I missed it. They have an insert here in the magazine called the Power Index. It just tells you every single Super Nintendo game that is out or coming out. and uh, Yeah, like whether it's uh, how many players can play it and if there's password yeah. saves or not. Or it's, battery saves. It's just like some of them. Oh, you know what I don't see here? Another world. You know what I do? Out of this world. Hmm. Hmm. All right. Isn't that special? So. In, and have and, you played and, either of those games, Mike? And and next in <laughs> smug as fuck, we have Mike. All right. 
All right. So next up, we have what I'm excited for the most: the Super Power Club member special. So right away, yeah. they're hitting us with the early '90s, mid '90s glorious trend of the Magic Eye posters. Yeah, God, I hate these so much. So you guys read on. I'm gonna try and figure out what the hell this is in the front. Mm, uh. It's a blurry mess. All right. Uh, what else do we have? So we have top games of 1993, sound success, the best tunes for the Super Nintendo, Stereogram special, so they can't call it. It's uh, Mario. Stereo, stereogram. Yeah, it is Mario. It's Mario's <laughs> right. face. Mm-hmm. Um, stereogram, so it's a magic eye. They can't call it that, though, for contractual reasons. And there's mm-hmm. a preview of what we'll see in 1994. So let's see what they have as the top titles for 1993. At uh, numero uno, we have out of Long Island, starting guard, five foot three, <laughs> weighing in at <laughs> 230 pounds. <laughs> Star Fox. All right, yeah. Uh, and then Super Mario All Stars is number two. What metric is this? Like sales? Uh, let's see here. Last year, we saw the release of a slew of oh, top based on games. based on the ratings. So, okay. based on their own ratings. So, uh, Star Fox, a Nintendo okay. game. Super Mario All-Stars, a Nintendo game. So, Street these Fighter are all 2. editor's picks. <laughs> Street Fighter 2 Turbo, uh, which actually is great, obviously. Super Empire Strikes Back, which is great. Mortal Kombat. Uh, the Magical Quest, starring Mickey Mouse. Lost Vikings. Batman Returns, Secret of Mana, and Tiny Toons Adventures Buster Busts a Nut. Uh, Alright, and you got, uh, Mike, you want to cover the Game Boy? Okay, we get to see The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening, number one. Link's Awakening shot at the top. Mega Man 4, the mega popular mini hero, returns to action with Rush, Flip Top, and Beat. Darkwing Duck, the wing of terror who flaps at night. Uh, it's flaps in the night. Know your Darkwing Duck. And pecks at your nightmares, fights the agents of foul in this translation of his Ness adventures. It plays well on the Game Boy, Rampart, and Kirby's Pinball Land. I fucking All love right. playing this game. Pl- Take us home, Ben. That Kit Kirby's Pinball is great too. I will. Agree <laughs> it is. All right. Uh, for the NES, number one, Mega Man Six. Number two, Battletoads and Double Dragon: The Ultimate Team. Number three, Kirby's Adventure. Number four, Jurassic Park. Number five, Yoshi's Cookie. Oh my All god! Right. How did how did that? How did Yoshi's Cookie show up ahead of Dr. Mario? <laughs> um, so maybe what Dr. Mario was the year before would be the question. But yeah, and then what else? We have uh, Sound Success. It's talking about like how the system, the Super Nintendo, like processes the yeah. audio data on a game pack and like outputs it to your TV and or stereo. It's relatively technical. And they're talking about yeah. different soundtracks and whatnot. So, I, I mean, I don't want to go through this article too much, but uh, I will say, so I remember how we, we read Oh, Mike doesn't want to read it uh, word for word? But our listeners want to know about the sound he doesn't CPU get to. and the DSP no. and the 512 kilobytes of RAM no. and the dial converter. No. So, remember how we used to read that, uh, well, the NES, the Super NES has CD quality sound. Remember that right. claim? Yeah. <laughs> So what they meant by that is they recorded small, like, one-note snippets of real instruments. So they'd had, like, a riff guitar or, like, you know, a blast on a trombone right. or whatever. And they had those in the system as, like, real audio files. And then, so when you code in 
a soundtrack, all you're doing is just using those same um, instrument sounds and just changing the pitch on them to put together a song. So that's crazy. <laughs> when they say CD quality sound, they're just talking about a very small, uh, <laughs> you know, piece of uh, sound clips that just get reused and reused. You do see an interesting shot of the group Euphony who recorded the theme song from Clay Fighter. A bunch of girls in like low cut shirts. I'm all right with all this. I'm a fan of this. It's got mm-hmm. some cleavage going on. Yeah. And then techno group Psychotic contribute their intense hard-driving tunes to Excalibur 2097. Never heard of it. Or them. Psychosonic? They look like if the Smashing Pumpkins was a boy band. Yeah. Oh my god, is that guy in the... So, okay. This photo says the sound team at Probe Software researched sci-fi fiction movie and sound effects in order to create the right atmosphere for Alien. So the guy on the right, is he like shaped his head except for the very back where he's a ponytail? I think there's a guy behind him with headphones okay, on. Okay, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> they have a lovely picture <laughs> at the bottom where they're sticking their heads through a gate. Mm-hmm. For the guy reason. on the right's, yeah, definitely enjoying it. Derp. Um, All right, I we have some these, more. I wonder what this, what these girls look like. <sighs> they look like the those girls that are in the photo. All right, and... Record um, that for later. Top 20 soundtracks. Number one, Legend of Zelda, Link to the Past. Number two, Rock and Roll Racing. Number three, Final Fantasy II. Number four, Clay Fighter. Number five, Act Razor. Number six, Star Fox. Number seven, Super Mario World. Number eight, Super Star Wars. Number nine, Plock. And ten, The Lost Vikings. Yep. All right. How the and fuck did Plock beat Secret of Mana no, for I don't soundtrack? Know. I don't know. Yeah, don't, don't think it's their editor's like picks. It's not, it's not the people. It was given to, like, Jim... It was given to Jimmy in the mail room. They're like, quick, rank these games. All right. Um, so we have either the Magic Eye or the... Stereograms. Stereograms. So I kind of want to explain this for for the for the kids who didn't grow up for with the, this, for the kids in my basement, the youngins, I mean. for the brand for the Brandon Boswells that have tuned in. Mm. So if you don't know what the Magic Eye posters were, basically you have it's, it's just this sort of blurry mess of kaleidoscope, and you're like, why would someone have this on their wall or anywhere? <laughs> <clears throat> well, the idea is that you relax your eyes so they become unfocused. And it it forms an image of sorts that is somewhat 3D. Um, so I can see on the right we've got a Yoshi kind of 3D thing. Um, top left is Mario again. Bottom left, I believe. Is I think it's no. Top left is Luigi. Oh, is that Luigi? It's not Mario. He can jump higher than Mario. Well, it's just a face. I can't really tell. I can't see bottom shit. Left, bottom left is uh, mushroom. <laughs> <Mike. Goomba. laughs> I don't know. Maybe I don't have the right eyes for this. Like, it just looks like scrambled porn to me. It says it looks great. It goes great on pizza. Is bottom is the bottom left? It's a, it's a goomba. Goomba goes great on pizza. Is a goomba's a mushroom? It's a mushroom, oh, I guess. I don't know. Okay. All right. And then yeah, on the right, it's it's very easy to see. It's Yoshi. Where the hell am I supposed to look to see? This? <laughs> There is a thing, it does give you a tip, so cross, so to look at the two dots under the pictures, cross your eyes so there appears to be four dots. Of those four dots, try to overlap the inner two so they appear as one, keeping the same focus, move your eyes up on the picture, down, and stare at it. What? Move your eyes up, or the picture down and stare at it. Don't get frustrated if you can't see an image immediately, it may take a while. It's really important to relax and stay patient. 
Soon, a three-dimensional image should begin to emerge from the page. Don't expect anything radical like a color change. You'll see the same colors. Some people think the images appear to be embossed in the picture. Also, don't worry about blinking. It's okay. You should be able to hold a steady focus while blinking. So, John, are you able to make out make these things out? I've never been able to see them. Oh, I, really? I, I, can fi- I can figure it out based on, like, cues and stuff, but, like... No, oh. I, I can't. It comes well, I from years I'm... of watching scrambled porn. <laughs> I guess oh, I'm the special this... one. I hope that's a girl. I hope that's a girl. Oh, I'm coming. Oh, it was a dude's face. Yeah. Oh, oh there was an elbow. Damn it. Oh, it turns out I didn't care. Oh, my God. I just discovered something new about myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have a new weird fetish. <laughs> oh, elbows. They'll be the same. <laughs> I actually had a poster in my room growing up that was like one of these. It was a Magic Eye poster. And it was like the Invisible Man, like doing chemical experiments kind of thing. So you'd see stuff floating around. It was pretty cool. I'm glad you took that uh, down before I met you because I, I wouldn't have been Link. your friend. <laughs> what? I might have still had that up when you met me. Uh, hmm. I probably just didn't like notice because mm. I would have. Too embarrassed to admit that you can't use Magic Eye posters. Let's see. Not cool not like not cool I like me. Admitted it. <sighs> well, back then I'm saying. Now you admit no, it. No, I would have said I can't see shit. Like I. <laughs> okay, let's move on to preview 1994. So they're just talking about what's coming up in the year to come. So they mentioned we're just going to mention these since we're going to have full coverage later. Super Metroid's coming up. We have Ken Griffey Jr. Major League Baseball, Wario Land, and NBA Jam. So they got little preview pieces on each one of these games. So which Super spoils Metroid. the big surprise. Which spoils the big surprise with Kraid. Supplies. Supplies. <laughs> so they got some nice screenshots from Super Metroid in development. Some nice art. So NBA Jam. They're basically showing you the arcade cabinet and some screenshots from that. Ken Griffey Jr. They <coughs> show you sketches, some early screenshots. Yeah, that's crazy. And then for Wario Land, they've got some screenshots from the Game Boy game. And then some art to show you. So again, we'll we'll get to those uh, and give them their due respect as we as we get to them throughout the season. Oh, by the way, a little teaser: we've got uh, plenty of guests lined up for uh, this season of the Playing with Power podcast. Uh, fortunately, couldn't get anyone for this first episode. We tried desperately. Uh, if you're wondering where our friend Brandon is, he is not here right now. He is off uh, smoking marijuana. <laughs> On some some adventure, he is a currently he's currently inhaling the Canadian wilderness. Yes. <laughs> All right. So next game is Battle Toads and Double Dragon for the Super Nintendo, and this is game coverage, but it's also extremely weirdly laid out as sort of a comic book, mm-hmm. and I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Somebody else, please. Uh, Don't so give it to Mike. He'll read the no, 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 thing. not Mike. <laughs> all right. So great options. I mean, we all played this game growing up. I'm assuming because I remember <gasps> playing this game. See, I hadn't played this game as a kid. I did try playing it before recording this though, and it plays just. It doesn't play like Double Dragon at all. It plays like Battle Toads, which is yeah, hot it's garbage. Yeah, just Battle Toads with like the Double Dragon guys like thrown in it. It's pointless though because the Battletoads guys have like you know the huge punches and whatnot. Are you gonna mm-hmm. are you gonna play as one of the 
Bimmy or Jimmy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're just throwing some random fists around. They don't have the same like moves and stuff. Yeah, it's, <sighs> it yeah. makes it no sense to them. Oh, it was a fun game though. I remember playing this game. Oh, I, I hate Battletoads now. <laughs> I can't do it anymore. All right, what's the next game? So, anyways, they have some game coverage, but it's it's just like it's thick. <laughs> yeah, it's ro- it's Robin thick. There's a lot of text in here, and it's all, right. all from and the perspective finally, of the characters. Oh fuck! We just got out of the frying pan and into something awesome here. Batman, the enemy. For Game Boy. I actually uh, had this game as a kid. Yeah? Yeah. Worth it? Yeah, it's not bad. It's hard. That's what she said. I I enjoyed it. (laughs) So is the Joker when Batman shows up. Yeah. (laughs) I could never finish the game. I think it would get through like the third level ish mm-hmm. but um, they don't give you a whole lot of uh, you know continues with that so you wrestle well pretty quick but they've got all the classic uh, villains in here so yeah there's a lot like this is I mean you got Poison Ivy Scarecrow Mr. Freeze mm-hmm. Catwoman the penguin, I guess, is he in here as well? well looks like he is. Uh, I yeah, I think so. This is great that you get to beat the crap out of a woman. Like <laughs> it doesn't like it doesn't like doesn't pull punches. No, like oh no, it wasn't like really her. It was just like no, Batman will hit a girl. Doesn't freaking matter. Yeah, he's just Chris punching Brown Catwoman right Brown, in the Chris, face. Chris, he's not Chris a gentleman. Brown and, Chris Brown and Ike Turner, are your, uh, your, your <laughs> partners. <laughs> So, I love you, Batman. What's love got to do with it? Bam. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, but it looks. I mean, like the animate. It looks, you know, true to Batman. Po- <laughs> Poison Ivy. You get to fight her vagina dentata. Yeah, it's a little scary. Oh. Who made this game? It doesn't say at the beginning. <laughs> Someone who hates cock, apparently. It's a Sunsoft game. I don't know, but I'm just looking at the screenshot at the end on page seventy-seven. And it just looks like one of those Mega Man boss doors. It's, it's Konami, according to this. Konami? Mm. They did a number of the Batman platformers. <coughs> it's not bad. So, yeah. Uh. All right, what else do we have? <laughs> Ninja Turtles 3 with Leonardo looking like a fucking garbage pail kid. Yeah, that's yeah, weird. Yeah, just yeah. pulling a full, just pulling a full Kool Aid man. He looks with like his one sword. of the bodybuilders, like after he hasn't been drinking water for three days for a competition, so he's super like veiny, veined out. <laughs> like, like they put him in a dehydrator for a week before they took the photo. <laughs> oh, oh my God, this guy, oh, this guy does not look fucking well. And it's like he tried to drill through the wall <laughs> with his sword. Yeah, that's a little weird. So the. This is I mentioned this game before. I didn't realize we're going to have coverage of it, um, but I'll kind of re re talk about so what it before. It's, it's like a root finding game. Is that like so? The story uh, is the all the turtles except for Michelangelo get captured. So well, Michelangelo is going to rescue the rest of the turtles. You know what? So, if I was Michelangelo, I'd be like sitting there, and be like. You know what? It sucks that they got Leonardo and Donatello, but they got that bitch Raphael, so it's probably worth it. Let's just like cut our losses. <laughs> cool. I, really, I, I get. I can leave my shit out, and it won't get taken anymore. 
And by default, I am Master Splinter's favorite pupil now. I would just hope that they fucking execute Raphael first, because <laughs> that would just do the world a favor. So, this game, as I, I think I mentioned in a previous episode, plays exactly like uh, a Metroidvania type of game. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting to see the Ninja Turtles in in that type of a game. It's even got, like, you know, bats flying around at the very beginning. You know, that kind of thing. Um, and it's got this whole maze of a... Um, of a area, so it's got different areas you can unlock. You've got to get the, keys the for- and things. The fortress is what it's called, right? It, the fortress, it's ga- yeah. It's gated, but instead of being blocked by amazing powers that you pick up, it's just fucking guards. So it's <laughs> yeah. like, can we just take like one of the most mundane elements of Doom and put it in here? Yeah, you got to get cards or keys or whatever and unlock. I do stuff. like that they, for each of the areas, they give you the best route to go through the area, I guess, on mm-hmm. here. So if, you're, if you are going to go play the game, like this is actually pretty helpful. Yeah, this would be really helpful. I mean, I played this game for probably a good hour, which is unusual for me, just just kind of playing through games, see what they're like for, for mm-hmm. recording. It's right. good. I mean, I enjoyed it. I, I'd recommend if, if you like a Metroidvania-style game, you like Ninja Turtles, like, go back and yeah. play this one. And Mikey can spin his nunchucks around like a helicopter, because... Apparently that's how helicopters work. <laughs> yeah. So I guess helicopter I, dick. Got helicopter dick. Helicopter dick. I didn't make it past the first area, but apparently as you um, as you defeat areas, you uh, rescue the turtles one by one. So I don't know if that means you can switch between them or what. Hmm. So. Hmm. So you from get a game that's fun, Cyber Shredder. Cyber Shredder's the end. Wow, well, they're really they're this is Cyber Shredder's issue. They're pushing that Cyber Shredder action, yeah. All right, the next game that nobody ever wanted, Tetris. Hey, 2. Michelangelo, want a cyber? <laughs> <laughs> Why would they make Tetris two? Because they want more money. I actually uh, remember playing this game at some point. We I don't know why. Talked about the Nintendo version of this previously. It's hmm. like Doctor Mario and. Exactly, that they ripped off the red, Tetris. yellow, and blue colors. It's like Dr. Mario that, and yeah, Tetris with dots had a baby. that are hanging around in the middle. So they ripped off the colors and then put it on Game Boy that doesn't have color. All right, good call. <laughs> yep. All right. Uh, and then we have Chippendale Rescue Rangers Part 2, the squeakle. <laughs> <laughs> For the NES. Mm. I played this a little bit. It's uh, Graphics are a little bit better. You can see more of the area. Mm-hmm. Game control is the same, so if you like the first one, you like the second one. Yep. Could have been a lot better if they just put it on the Super Nintendo, but whatever. I, I love it's pretty I good love graphics that cast. Still. Chip Dale, Zipper, Monterey Jack, like gadgets there. Everyone's the whole crew's there. Oh, did you see they came out with that game collection of old Disney Nintendo games? Kind of. It's called I forget what it's called. Um it's like the Disney. It's called Disney, Disney's. We want. We want more money. It's like the Disney volume. Afternoon Special or something like that, or a Disney Afternoon mm. Collection. Afternoon Afternoon Delight Volume One. Yeah, <laughs> it's like six games, I think. I mean, they're still mm. selling for like twenty bucks, which is ridiculous <laughs> for NES games, if you ask me. Not ten bucks would be a fair. 
<laughs> yeah. Or zero dollars on your favorite ROM site. <laughs> if you if you want to support the revival of old, of old games and the continued development of them, then you just like you did, just like you did when you supported the Nintendo with the classic mini. Oh yeah. Ugh. Take my money, yeah. Nintendo. Nope. Nope. We're good. Yep. Nope. We have enough money, so go ahead, emulate it. We do not want you to pay us and support us. Right. By the way, I totally fucking called that. So anyway. <laughs> didn't I? Didn't I also say that it just like this doesn't look as good as everyone's saying it is? No, it was fine. They, they, what they did was fine. Just like they like didn't anticipate the demand for it, and we're like, ah, fuck it. Like we don't want to support it. Like whatever. Yeah. It's like, wait a second. They want to. How many what people they, want to give us money? Ah, fuck it. Well, I want to say what they did yeah. was fine. Like it. Like it's not a. Like, it's a decent product, it's just... Like, one, the cores were way too short, which was stupid. And then yeah. two, um, like... Why did, why did they go cords instead of cordless? I mean, wouldn't it have been easier they to... like money and not spending it? They just they just expect people to buy it and have it sit on the shelf, I think. Yeah, they didn't think people were actually, like, going to play it as a console, <laughs> I think. Legitimately. <laughs> Wait a second, anyway. people would be buying old, outdated games? Why? I don't know, because they're good. No, there's got to be another reason. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want them to buy the old stuff. We want to buy our new stuff. Yeah, why, why, why wouldn't they buy this Wii U? I mean, it's shiny. Look at it. It's like an iPad, but with big knobby controllers on it. They're Ridge really Racer. Really Ridge Racer. They really torched that thing. God. Yeah. Ridge Racer, what are you talking about? Nothing. Okay. All right, so uh, that's from a that's from a Sony uh, E3 uh, presentation years ago, where I think he was like they had that Vita version of it or something, and Mm. no one's excited about Ridge Racer and just casual eyes going, "Hey, everybody, it's Ridge Racer, Ridge (laughs) Racer," like totally (laughs) silent. It's just like (laughs) awkward. (laughs) You know what's kind of funny? Like, I mean, I don't like fucking blow my load for Ridge Racer, but, like, it's not a bad racing game. Like, I mean, I don't know, whatever, but... I'll All play right. it, yeah. Yeah. Um, All right, let's... Lose corner. Never mind the games. Let's talk about these folks. Dan Burleson. Don? Don Burleson. Don. I think that's oh hair. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's got hair on the side, like, hair drapes or something, but it's just... He's bald in the middle and hairy as hell down the side, <sighs> like... He didn't, he didn't even he didn't even try to do a comb over. He's just like, if I have more hair by volume, then it averages out. And it's awful. Sorry to, sorry to disappoint you, Don. It doesn't. This guy would look a million times better if he just shaved his head. Oh, he probably he probably ended up doing that because yeah. I hope he did. If he didn't hang himself by his hair. Yes. And then we have Christy. How do I get rid of the mermaids after you defeat the vampire in the Darkblade Mansion? Return to the Wastelands Club. Talk to the club manager to learn about ice. Then ask the busy man in the lower left corner of the club to deliver a load to the docks. When he can return to the docks after the ice is delivered, the mermaids will be gone. You can now. Oh, I wish you could like. I wish oh. you could, like systematically murdered them or something. <laughs> I didn't realize Artie Lang was in the game. <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it looks like a bleached potato in this screenshot. Uh, Artie Lang and uh what's the what's the 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 guy from Goonies? 
chunk. I was thinking. I, I was thinking more like the guy from uh, Ghost in the Shell. You know the anime, not that movie nobody saw. Mm. Seventh Saga. We have Christy Peltier. Yep, and uh, nothing Looks too like a remarkable about her. British school teacher. That's what I get there. Oh, here we go. Pro- professor Saga. So for Legend of Zelda: Link's Awakening, we have <laughs> Professor Steve Burley. <laughs> oh my fuck! It's Ned Flanders. <laughs> it is. Hidley Hoodley. <laughs> How do I defeat the boss moblin to rescue Bow Wow Diddly Diddly? <laughs> <laughs> Stupid sexy Flanders. And then we have the normal looking dragon for Dragon Warrior 4. We have Eric Smith, who looks like who he's just blinking. really zazzed. He's just really zazzed to be here today. Like, they just hey, shine the Trump. They Eric, just shine the Trump light on him. I'm like Eric. Eric, Eric, Eric would, you, would, you, would you just mind closing your eyes just a little bit? Just, 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 just squint a little bit more for us, okay? Just squint. He's kind of got squint the John Candy smile going on. A little bit, yeah. What I think. What I, yeah. yeah. All right. Power players challenge. Nobody cares. Uh, the um, the cha- the what, players, players polls contest. contest. We have the new T-shirts. For 94, 50 winners of the Nintendo Power t-shirts. You get a little Mario giving you a peace symbol. That isn't bad. I would wear that. Yeah. Yeah. It's the first one I've seen where I'd be like, I would, if I saw that, like, at a Spencer's, and it was, like, in the clearance rack, I would buy it. (laughs) If I got it for free, I would wear it, yes. I would pay, I would pay upwards of $2 for this shirt. $2! (laughs) If I saw it at a St. Vincent de Paul, I would pick it up off the dollar rack. Second so. prize, five winners, an official Axel, Axo driver's helmet autographed by Ivan Stewart and Yay. Super Off-Road the Baja from Trade West. That's actually Super a pretty Nintendo. fun game. It's um, awesome. And then the grand prize, uh, go down to Baja, see how the Baja champ, Ivan Stewart, and his team gear up for the big race, be part of the Trade, rest, trade West the chase crew on race day, wear the official team uniform and take home one of Stewart's racing helmets. And you also get the full video of, game. Full of that beautiful celebrity sweat. That is yeah, an awesome prize, honestly. That is, yeah. But it's fun getting your way back across the border with all those Trump guards now. <laughs> <laughs> Go home. Go back to your country. I am American. Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> if you're American, you would have holidayed in America. American right, vacations Mike. for Americans. Holiday. Ro- uh, 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 uh. All right, Mike. <laughs> Super More Nintendo top twenty. Give us our top five. Hold on, Nintendo. hold on. What the hell's going on with this art up here? Uh, our the favorite, ten- our favorite Nintendo boy is talking with his Game Boy cartridge, who is uh, telling him about the great Omni King Game Boy Nintendocus or something. Yes, he's, it's he's either a god. He's either a god or a Mexican wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. both, by the way. God is a Mexican wrestler. <laughs> God, I think how amazing that'd be if you got to heaven and it's just a bunch of fucking luchadors going ham. God, that'd be great. <laughs> fucking Eddie Guerrero, like, dropping from the top of the arena. Yeah, it turns, I mean, out, that, turns out that's why Macho Man died, simply so that he could give Jesus the people's elbow to stop the rapture. <laughs> people's elbow is the rock, I think. Yeah. Do you smell what your mom is cooking? <laughs> Alright. Okay, top 20, Super NES. Number one, Mortal Kombat. Mortal. Number two, Street Fighter 2 Turbo. Number three, Legend of Zelda, Link to the Past. Mike, we have for Game All Boy. Right. 
Okay, for the Game Boy, we got Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. Number two, Super Mario Land 2. Three, Mortal Kombat! Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. And the NES, 51 months, Super Mario Brothers 3. 64 months, Legend of Zelda holding out strong. And six months, we have a newcomer, Youngin, Kirby's Adventure. <laughs> All right. Six months, wow. Uh, we're not going to. These games would uh, topple them by now. I mean, come on. The, the NES is dying at this point. Like, let mm. Dr. Mario or Mega Man shine. Come on. Ben, do you want to do the in and out? I mean, we're at 45 minutes. Do you want to do the Let's just go through the games that we, that we didn't uh, mention, didn't okay. cover here. So let's cover Sengoku first. Uh, it says mystical evil and magical martial arts combined in a unique fighting game from Data East. So kind of like uh, uh, Final Fight, I guess. Good play Hold control. What? Yeah. Oh, sorry, I thought we were done. Good play control and cool power ups. Fun while it lasted, <laughs> but the challenge level may be too easy, resulting in players finishing the game in a short time. Lawnmower Ooh. man. Oh, the, lawnmower uh, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's the it's the gardening simulator. <laughs> from Storm. No, all right, Mike, talk about the movie and the game because you're really antsy, I know. It's, oh, guys, says Mike. the VR stages are visually impressive and fun to play. And we get to see this beautiful screenshot of a first-person view of two hands uh, covered in black spandex uh, or, some, or Krylon or Nylon or something and a black bridge, and these are the impressive graphics. It says the game covers many aspects of the movie. What, like like cyber-devouring a hooker? But uh, it says the VR stages don't last very long, and the challenge is limited to steering. Oh my gosh, the side-scrolling stages have small characters with stiff animation and basically shoot all the bad guys action. Why did they make a lawnmower man movie? I mean, oh, that movie knows? was not for kids. Yeah, that's just that was a weird-ass movie to begin with. Yeah. Uh, T2, the arcade game from LJN. Let's just not. It's a Super Scope game. Super uh, Solitaire! Great <laughs> graphics and continual action from one or two players. Uh, not much variety in play, though, and using the mouse or regular controller puts the second player at a severe disadvantage. Oh, oh here. I got to go cover Super Solitaire. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. T2, the arcade game. Memory size? Megabits. Hmm, yes. That's funny. <laughs> Super Solitaire, good interface and play control. A deck of cards is considerably <laughs> cheaper. Sixty dollars is what they wanted for this thing. What so, they gave it full price? Oh, fuckify that! Yeah. And we have Beethoven's. Mike's mom's dating, Mike's mom's dating simulator, dog action game type. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the digits. Beethoven's second. So it's a. Video game of the Beethoven second movie, so I I think a let's play has to happen for this game because there's no way this is good. There's oh no, this is absolutely no way. This is phenomenal. Some of the, oh my, this is fucking priceless. Some of the digitized graphics look okay when they're not in motion. <laughs> <laughs> it looks great if it's standing High absolutely praise. fucking still. High praise. Very poor animation and play control. Lack of depth and low challenge. Nice. Oh my god. I guess you could say that this game's gone to the dogs. Beethoven right. is a dog and his four puppies is a dog and his four puppies are missing. Go fetch. In this canine adventure, you'll bark and romp through four levels of side-scrolling action. Oh, four levels? If you've always wanted a video dog, here's your chance. You have to play this game. Like, it just has to happen. Oh, yes. 
right. Uh, what else? I'm we pretty talk sure about? Brandon's going to enjoy hearing that on the taste test. Jim Power, The Lost Dimension in 3D. There's so many words in that title, and hardly any of them make sense. It comes with action. the 3D glasses. Oh, a 3D oh boy, action this is going to be really fun without them. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Uh, good graphics, even without 3D glasses. And lots of variety and challenge. However, much of the challenge comes from enemies that refuse to be, be defeated <laughs> rather than from challenging moves or puzzles. Ah. <laughs> uh. Ben, you want to talk about Captain America? Yeah, this looks like a port of the arcade game, which is pretty good. Um, mm. So it says, a two-player simultaneous mode doubles the fun, good story. You can use any of the four superheroes. So you got Vision, Iron Man, Captain America, and Hawkeye. They say when four, was the Vision completely yellow? Uh, around this time. I'm pretty sure he 90s. was green. It's, he was, like, white. Wow. Yeah. So it's accurate, okay. It is accurate for the time. Poor vertical hit detection, which means that enemies approaching from above or below, your hero can't be hit. So. All right. And then, since it's football, I'll take Mike's turn here. I'll give you my, my next turn. ABC Monday Night Football comes out from Data East. Features, uh, oh, what's his name? Freaking. Ah, the Frank old, Gifford? And, uh, well, Frank Gifford, but who was the old? Um, John Madden. Announcer from like the seventies, Howard Cosell, yeah, who got kicked off TV from for watching a running back running down the field and going, "Look at that little monkey run!" <laughs> oh my god! That's actually, how oh he got my fired. God, he said that. Yeah, yeah. Howard he was, Cosell he was, was a fucking racist. He was super drunk and in the in the uh, in in the in the booth a lot. Yeah, that was like what got him kicked off the air for good. Oh my god! So oh my god, he was a drunk racist. So, well, I mean, I get really racist when I'm drunk, too, so I can't blame him. Um, there's not much here. They're saying play Madden or Super Play Action Football instead. All right. Uh, Mike, you want to talk about a few other games? Super Battle Tank 2? Okay, Super Battle Tank 2. Uh, we, <laughs> you know, the great selling point of a game is when the action is happening on a uh, fifth of the screen and everything else is just a bunch of shitty controls and HUDs. It says, excellent digitized graphics, very realistic. Downside, there's not a lot of variety in the action. This game does a good job of showing <laughs> that war is not all that much fun. Yeah, oh, so that God. means that there's a bonus level where you get to, where you go through PTSD and you shoot your wife? <laughs> oh, dark. I want to take dark. I want to take Asterix. So someone else take Middle Marines. Okay, all right, Mike, um, it's yours. I've taken a few. All right, Middle Marines. Great concept. Good challenge. Passwords preserve your place in the game. Downside, the play control can be awkward, especially when it comes to controlling your metal marines. Not as much strategy is required as in most simulations, and looking at it, it looks like SimCity for some reason. I don't know what yeah, they're doing Yeah, it's here. a bit of a, like build your base, build your area, and use your mechs like like role like in role playing turns. Okay, next game semicolon. <laughs> Asterix is a game that came out uh, in January 1994. And it's a side-scrolling platformer, and it's based on a character that is actually French. Mm-hmm. Uh, from from living over there, I'm quite familiar with the character. I read a lot of the comic books and stuff like that. But it they're really fun. It's the choose-your-own-adventure stuff. Yeah, like yeah. They they'd never made it stateside, really. So it's kind of odd that they decided. I to don't know the, that. Uh, I read them growing up too. Oh, did you? And it wasn't in Australia, so 
Some, never, some of them made it over here. I have never met I anyone s- else who knows his character. But okay, I, well, why did we not talk about it? We were friends at this time. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I remember, uh, I think he had like a friend, Olaf, and he was... Uh, Obelix. This, Obelix. Yes, and uh, I never got to understand them. I read them. Well, I looked at them. Oh, there's there's Angli- there's Angli- Anglicanized versions. Like they're mm-hmm. they're in English. Not in my school's time. library. Yeah. Why? Well, I, I mean, I read them. Yeah, in, you know, it's because France Italy won England. the war against you. Apparently, and you're all bitches still. So, <laughs> so um, my problem with this is that I can't spell the word asterisk um, <laughs> asterisk now. Without okay. writing it like asterisks, so <laughs> oh I yeah, I totally do that too all the time. Right, uh, and people are like, "Why would you spell like that?" I'm like, "Because of this cartoon." Or like, "What the hell is that?" I'm like, "Ah, yeah, yeah." So it's a platformer. They say good play, control, and graphics. A fun new character. However, the gameplay itself is not terribly challenging or innovative. It'd be cool if it was a choose-your-own-adventure game, like video game. I mean, yeah. it'd be impossible to code it that way. There's some really like, good uh, just side-scrolling beat-em-ups for uh, Genesis, actually, that you can play two-player mm. co-op. All right. Mm-hmm. And we have The Adventures of Dr. Franken from DTMC, which sounds like a club drug. And it looks <laughs> like uh, Dr. Frank is uh, getting a handy under the table in that first uh, image there. Uh, <laughs> DTMC means down to make children. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> It's the Duggar. It's the Duggars. Uh, there you go. Video game. All right. Um, so nice comic graphics and sound. A weird and funny theme, but the gameplay and challenge are average, like Mike's life. And speak and below average, baby's <laughs> kids. Oh my god, the video adaptation of the movie, which was also shit. Baby's kids. Oh my god, newcomer. Is it Mandingo a porn no. star? <laughs> Mandingo's the company. The company's name is Mandingo. I know there for for sure there's a porn star whose yeah. name is Mandingo. Yep. <laughs> yeah. uh, they invite you to play the part of LaShawn or Kalil as they fight the forces of evil that have taken over Fun World. Oh, you mean this game? Fun World. Uh, it says nice graphics and sound. Extremely slow action. Enemies take huge amounts of damage, so battles are endless. Poor play control. You think if they're making a fucking video game, you think that the one thing they'd realize is, like, you know, hit the enemy once or twice and move on. It's like, no. Let's just make this... Let's go for realism. How long would it take a 10-year-old girl to beat the fucking hell out of a 30-year-old man? Well, if you, uh... Yeah, no. All right. Uh, ben, you want to do Last Action Hero? Oh, yes. Everyone's last Action movie. Hero. Schwarzenegger fans may enjoy reliving this story. However, <laughs> poor graphics and play control. Uninventive action. Mm. Did they spell his name Schwarzenegger? They put a T I have in no there. Idea that's, yeah. With the, doesn't Schwarzen- have a T. Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Okay. Poor like, they spelled it like the Spaceballs. Um, <laughs> yeah. Schwartz. And there's another Asterix game. Feels kind of silly to cover that again. Yep. There's a Popeye 2 game for the Game Boy. Um, fun characters, good cinema, uh, screen graphics and sound. However, standard platform action and poor hit detection kind of take away from it. And that's um, it. And much. that wraps us up. Like a, we got you covered like a Jimmy hat. Okay. <laughs> if you look to the future, Pack Watch is the next section here. They're talking about Star Trek The Next Generation. Which looks bland. Uh, Super Adventure Island 2. 
Oh boy, yet another one of these games. Super R-Type 3, and Undercover Cops, which looks... Is this, what is this guy holding here? A can? Uh, it looks like... A oil drum? <laughs> well, I first saw a cock, but... <laughs> sausage. <laughs> sausage dick? He's got a can Massive cock. sausage can. <laughs> There's a can of whoop-ass and a can of slam-ass. He's just like holding it right on top of his crotch for some reason in the screenshot. And then we have Reign of Superman, which looks like the two the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles games. This was uh, renamed to Death of Superman, I believe. Yeah, Reign of uh, the Superman or something. They just renamed the game to Death of Superman, I believe. Because hmm. you can tell it, like from the screenshots, it's the four different Superman or whatever that come out of his death. Yeah, you see the Eradicator, uh, Kid Superman. Yeah, that's all you see right now, but yeah. Bubsy I remember playing coming the game, it was fun. Bumsy 2's coming down the pipe at us. Five goes west. What? Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. What the hell is this art in the third panel under Bubsy 2? A pig in a gyrocopter. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why? When pigs know. fly, obviously. <laughs> okay. Sometimes questions are best not asked. <laughs> okay. It's like a screenshot. Just like some art they threw in there. Five Goes West is <laughs> it's like Leonardo da Vinci was on crack. Is being adapted by Hudson Soft. Um, the movie is actually pretty good. I remember I remember enjoying the movie when I was a kid. Um, and let's see, Fun and Games from Trade West. Oh my god, doesn't look that fun oh, or games. Good. Let's take Trio. what is with the po- what is with like the plaid polka dot <laughs> dinosaur triceratops. Oh, I feel like I'm tripping balls looking at the triceratops <laughs> here. It's the, the Mesozoic era in Scotland. The terrifying uh, canary on the right there, wearing yeah. a cowboy shirt with a bolo tie. It looks like the boots. comic version of the bird thing from, um, what is that game? The Tasmania. Bioshock, uh, what's <laughs> the one in the, in the, the one in the, in the sky? Bioshock oh, Infinite. Infinite. Yeah. Yeah, it looks yeah, like the, the bird. bird from that. Alright, we have Peacekeepers, Trump the Game. Which is uh, Rival Turf 3. It's uh, basically just another side-scrolling fighting game. And then Zoda's Revenge. (laughs) And here's Leonardo da Vinci. Oh, what is this? Mike Jones, the the island-hopping hero of Star Tropics, returns to the this winter. Mike Jones! Mike Jones! (laughs) Interesting. Do you remember that song? I don't remember this game ever. Yes, I remember that game. He's got Call a park. Park, so don't go fast, Mike Jones. <laughs> Not good. So I, remember the, see I remember that song he had on his first album with like, it had a phone number in Houston. If you call it, they would send you a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that? All right. Mm-hmm. I don't remember so, this game so ever being released. What to look for out for this? Yeah. So does Revenge of Star Tropics 2. Okay. Uh, the Simpsons for Game Boy, Bart and the Beanstalk. Oh boy. I'm sure that's great from McLean. <laughs> oh my god, I didn't even know this game came out. It looks because like, there's no fucking shading or anything. It's just like if if you want to play on a, on your etch a sketch, mm-hmm. this is the game. Ugh. And then rounding out all the games, they have something called Slam Masters, which is like Final Fight meets pro wrestling. We have Lethal Enforcers. Which is a, a port of a arcade game for oh, Super Scope. Oh God, I remember those games. Shit, yeah, those the first terrible. person shooters. Uh, Ren and Stimpy Fire Dogs, Mario's Time Machine, uh, Super Alfred all. Chicken, which is actually a pretty decent game. 
And boom shakalaka, he's on fire. And then something called... NBA Jam. Shit. Yep. And then Citadel, which looks like it was never released. Oh, I swear I'm looking at that, and I thought it was a Transformers game. Yeah. I've never heard of this game. It's a super FX game. Transvestites, they're homos in disguise. <laughs> I, think, I think we may need to repeat our little Orlando episode just to show that yes, we are fine with the gays. Like we love, like we're, like you're good people. Oh, okay. Perform, but you prefer what's between their thighs. All right. <laughs> Transformers, what's between their thighs? <laughs> you've you've seen that Transformers fan film, right, John? Mm-hmm. Yes. It's super <laughs> disturbing. <laughs> I love it when he's just like point, Megatron's pointing at the various uh, trans Decepticons. Uh. You're problematic. You're problematic. Then he points <laughs> to a Transformer that is just literally it's a cock and balls. <laughs> just like you're really problematic. <laughs> what's the story with Super Alfred Chicken? The game, like I it's don't a, know what's going on with this. It's a British series. It's really good, oh. actually. It's, is it like a co- is it like a cartoon show? No, it's just a video game series. They oh. had Alfred Chicken. It's it's just kind of like it has good play control. There's not like a anything else behind it. Hmm. It's just one of those. Uh. Another one of those like you know early '90s. Let's put a mascot game together. Hmm. Yeah, we'll make our own Mario, our own Sonic. Well, like they, they had Alfred Chicken. Instead well, they had like James Cod. You know, we talked about before. They had three of those games for James Pond. Oh, by the way. I have to I have to admit something. Uh, I'm embarrassed to say, I just now I'm I'm 35 years old. Just now realized that the Sega Genesis was only called the Sega Genesis in the United States. Everywhere else in the mm. world, it was called the Sega Mega Drive. Right. <laughs> and, there's like, or, and there's Master System too, right? Which one's the Master System? That's was that the before first one? that? Yeah. Hmm. So Mega Drive was the second. Mm-hmm. When I got that RetroPie set up, it, and I put everything in the oh, Genesis folder, right. and I see the logo on like the front screen, it says Mega yeah. Drive. I'm like, what the hell is this? So you end up using RetroPie instead of re- like instead of oh, re- oh, I use Recalbox. That's why. Okay, yeah, never mind. Yeah, all right. I'm an idiot. So, yeah, I did RetroPie. Next issue, we see Bugs Bunny, Rabbit, Rampage, Inspector Gadget, Lester the Unlikely, Sky Blazer, and Choplifter 3, with some great screenshots of the upcoming Rabbit Rampage, and fuck, it looks great. And then we got an Alien 3 code. I mean, this is the first time they've advertised a specific thing that's going to be covered in the classified information. Yep. And then we can see Game Boy titles, Spider-Man and the X-Men in Arcade's Revenge, mm-hmm. the Bart and the Beanstalk Simpsons game. Oh, fuck, this still looks awful. And then Newsflash, Star Tropic sequel arrives, and we get to see Zoda's Revenge in the sequel in the series that really should be brought back. Also coming up next uh, issue is uh, our guest, our planned guest, hopefully we can get him, is uh, Richard Reeder who has been a previous guest of ours and also a friend of Mike's and uh, he's former f- former host of uh, the, the long forgotten show Technobabble and he has a new show coming out so look forward <laughs> forgotten to hearing only, him forgotten only by him 
you made a good point that like between all his life's up and downs, he hadn't done it in like six months, and he just figured it would be better to end it. Not even go, say let, goodbye let it, or anything. Let just it go quietly fucking. into the night and start a new a new show up. So just take it to an alley and execute it. Mm-hmm. I know you have some rough feelings about it, so I reached out to him personally. I'm getting I'm getting him on the show. So I can air I that. can air my grievances. The feel free. Let's get it all out. So they've got a back page here that just sort of talks about the uh, items that came in um, the bonus issue. So they talk about the pogs, the milk caps, and what the, how to I like this little challenge here. Can you name... So these are seven screenshots we're taking from the endings of popular Super NES games. Ooh, let's guess what this. What games are they from? Let's guess this. All right. All right. Um, I know number three is Aladdin. Yes. Number five has to be some Ren and Stimpy thing. Yeah. And... Number four maybe is Alien 3? I don't know. All right, let me see. I'll go through them for you here. I flipped it around. Act Razor uh, 1 no, or 2 act, is number 1. Act Razor 2. Mm-hmm. Number 2 is Rock and Roll Racing. Oh, shit. Should 3 is Disney Aladdin. 4 is Zombies Ate My Neighbors. Oh, damn it. Ren and Stimpy Show Vidiots. Um, and then number 6 is Wicked 18. And number seven what? is what Madden is NFL 94. Number Madden? six is just like a bomb going off. <laughs> number Madden NFL 94 ends with a somewhat of a parade. parade. You, you get a parade if you win the Super Bowl would be my guess. <laughs> That's funny. I mean, if this was made just a year later, that yellow car would be replaced with a white Ford Bronco. So, they talk about the catalog for super power supplies. I actually have some of those. If you guys can't find scans, maybe we can make a bonus issue out of that or something like that. Bonus episode. So, that's all we have time for today. Thanks for tuning in for us. If you'd like to hear from us more, please uh, reach out to us on facebook.com slash Podcast. You can also find old issues, old episodes of our show on our websites. Uh, website, I should say playingwithpowerpodcast.com if you'd like to be nice to us and spread the word please do so on iTunes and leave us a review you can also reach out to Mike on Twitter at GetThePower88 and if you'd like to support the show and help us pay for ongoing hosting costs and whatnot, uh, we have a Patreon going patreon.com slash playingwithpower gentlemen it's been lovely thank you everybody for listening I'm Ben I'm Mike and I'm John. And now you're playing with power. The Nintendo Entertainment System. Now you're playing with power.